Hello. Hello. All right. Uh, so welcome back to another episode of Top Flight Podcast. Uh, this is our first episode in two, maybe three weeks now. Um, <laughs> you know, as always, your host, Devante, along with uh, who is going to be now our new co-host, Chris, as we are down one person, but they will be back in future podcasts. <clears throat> um, so to uh, kick things off, let's uh, go ahead and talk about a big thing in sporting news real quick, and that is the NBA being back. Um, are you excited that the NBA is back, or is it something that, you know, it's just kind of hasn't really kicked in yet because it's still like a whole month away, a month and some days? Um, to be honest, I don't even know the teams that are back. Uh, maybe once I figure out, like, the teams that are back, um, I'm actually going to look it up. But, like, until I know that, I don't know if I can be excited. Because I highly doubt the Hawks are going to be back. No. Um, from my understanding, it's – so whoever is already the one through eight seed when the season ended will be in there. And teams that are uh, – Four, it was either four or six games back from the eighth seed will be able to join. So that was like nine teams from the West and only the Wizards from the East. And they will play in a tournament style to get that last playoff spot before the playoffs actually start. So, <clears throat> um, I know, I don't know when, but training camp, uh, will be starting soon uh, locally in the team's local facility before going to Orlando for a more. Uh, intensive training camp, I guess, a more serious training camp before games get played. But um, <clears throat> it, it hasn't really hit me yet, just because I guess, you know, it's still so far off and, you know, anything can really change. So, but uh, it's good to know that the Thunder will be in there because I think they're like the fifth or sixth seed. So they, they are a lock to be in there. Yeah, I see that. Um, I mean, yo, the Pelicans are going to be in there. That's pretty interesting. Suns are going to be in there. Wow. Oh, I didn't even know about the Suns. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's cool, but it's just, it's not the same, and it's not really the sport that I'm looking forward to to come back. I'm looking more forward to football, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, it'll be something to watch. Do you, um, speaking of football, do you think football, do you think football starts on time this year? Like, do you think preseason everything starts on time with no fans? Um, obviously, there'll be no fans. I don't think they'll allow fans by the time the NFL starts, but do you think it starts on time, or do you think they just scrap the preseason and go straight into regular season? I think if they do anything, it'll start on time with preseason having no fans, and then uh, they'll probably make the decision on whether or not fans will be there for the beginning of the season, but I don't think there will be fans in the preseason. Okay. Um, and speaking of fans, did you see where the NBA is considering uh, pumping like crowd noise from the 2K video game into the arenas to give it that atmosphere? I mean, they better not do that or else all the fans are going to be chanting three and it's going to be missed. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> they better not be doing that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it was pretty cool to see that it, it's coming back. And, um, I did see that they said with this happening also that the new NBA season would start delayed as well. And it could start, uh, in December, uh, the new season. So, um, it's kind of thrown the NBA at least off track as far as their regular schedules, season and stuff like that. So, um, I wonder if they'll ever go back to like a normal league year. Yeah, like, yeah. How do you how do you end up like there's gonna be like a short break in between somewhere, unless you have like a really short season one year or something. Yeah, either a short season or just an extended break until they're back on track or something like that. So, yeah. Um, 
But I'm I'm just ready for sports of any kind at this point. Like I just need something on the something on the TV to to watch as far as sports go. But I know they just allowed uh, NFL teams to go into the facilities. Uh, at least certain people back in the facilities. So I saw something on the Steelers Instagram where Mike Tomlin was back in the facility. So that's uh, oh, yeah, I think a good thing. Looking like a savage with the mask on. Yeah. <laughs> Which also, like, it poses the question, like, so, you know, are they going to force, like, the basketball players or, like, NFL players to wear these masks while they're playing? Like, do you think that would be a thing they would do or no, not really? I don't think so. Um, I could see, like – avid testing like in between games yeah make sure nobody tests positive to like spread it but no way you could play a mask on i, I can't even work produce without breaking the <laughs> freaking mask so like they're gonna be dehydrated maybe they yeah. can bring the little gatorade bottle from 2k put it up under them on the tv screen or something hydrate <laughs> maybe maybe they can do that yeah um it's just crazy how this whole COVID situation is affecting sports and stuff like that. So I'm really, it's just intriguing to see how this all plays out. I think, uh, I don't really keep up with it, but I did see the headline somewhere, but like, isn't NASCAR going on? Like, isn't that like the only thing sport, I guess if you call it, it's like going on TV right now. Yeah. And it's like, if NASCAR wasn't bad enough, but now it's like NASCAR with no fans. So yeah, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like it went from being pretty pointless to being, like, entirely pointless. Yeah. Um, And I think uh, there was a UFC event that just happened, and I don't know how that played out. I don't know if they just – was just uh, two people fighting empty or how that played out. I didn't really look into that too much, but there was a UFC event that just passed. Um, But it's just – seeing how things play out through this is just it's it's interesting to say the least but um on to more uh ways COVID is affecting us uh have you gotten your you've gotten your first haircut since uh you were able to right uh yes my much needed haircut how was that like when you went in there did you did you just uh you just told them what you wanted and it didn't just feel like a, a, just a relief to finally get that haircut. Yeah. Like I walked in there wearing a mask. Of course they require people to wear a mask. Um, Mm -hmm. I go in there, they're just playing some Paramore, having a good time. Uh, he just asked me when I wanted, told him, uh, take me all the way down to a zero on the bottom. Just like taper it near the top. So I can keep like a side part. Look, it was pretty incredible to see all the hair that was coming off. It's been a long <laughs> time since I had that much hair cut off. Probably when I changed like hairstyles last is probably when I saw that much hair come off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I still get to get a haircut since my last haircut catastrophe. You know, I'm still trying to let my hair kind of <laughs> grow back and, you know, uh, Cause you know, people who don't know my last haircut, uh, my barber, he fucked my shit up. He just, <laughs> I guess I was, <laughs> he just, uh, I was just trying this dummy. This was his first time doing it. I don't know. He, he, it really killed my confidence. I'll tell you that. I just didn't feel the same. Usually after that fresh cut, I just be, you know, I feel fresh as fuck. I feel like, you know, I'm like the flyest dude around. And like, just for, uh, after that, I was just like, dude, I don't want to show my face anywhere. Like, I need a hat on at all times. So I'm still trying to let mine grow out a little bit. Like, the back is good enough to where I could get that cut and fixed. But my tape line, dude, I'm afraid to get another haircut. I feel like one of these haircuts might be my last. Yeah, I know. It's, it's tough when it's, like, already moving back on its own, and then they push it back more. And yeah. Because the hair in the front is not, like, immune to – growing like the back and the sides are like you're always gonna have your back and sides but like that hairline it just starts going <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm gonna do i'm gonna do my 
due diligence when it comes to looking up a new barber and finding a new barber who I could go in there and just, I'm just going to be like, look, man, please just don't fuck me up. That's all I have. <laughs> I just, it's pretty simple. Low and even. Just don't fuck my tape lineup. Um, That's what I did. Just uh, researched on Yelp for a long time for like uh, for uh, good reviews and then if they had like Instagram portfolios or something, I would just look for a lot of people who have haircuts similar to mine mm-hmm. to see if they're good at that haircut. And then if you see they're good at it, then that's who you need to go to. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm going to do this time and uh, find me a good one and, you know, go back to looking fresh again because my, my stuff is, and I need a haircut. Like it's, it's getting a little rough. I haven't even touched my facial hair since my last haircut either. So, really, yeah, I'm just letting this Corona hair just grow, just to see how bad it can get until I just decide to go get myself a haircut. So, Um, really, make you feel like a bum having all that going on. Yeah, it does. You know, especially like when you wake up and you just look in the mirror and you're just like, God, this shit's just terrible. And uh, has uh, has your facial hair gotten to the point where like you'll wake up and you can just tell you slept on it because it just feels like all matted down? Yeah, uh, I do have some like days where I wake up like that, and uh, it's gotten to the point where you know you're kind of your facial hair on the side you can kind of is starting to touch your lip and and whatnot, like you actually Ooh, can feel yeah. it. So, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I plan on if not. This uh coming up next weekend, the weekend after that, getting a trying to see if I'm getting a haircut. Um, <clears throat> so excited about that. Uh, and uh, you know, just open my open my you know, whoever barber I decide to choose, you know, is actually uh cares about his clients, and I can uh go, uh, go to him again because I know me personally, I tip fantastic. I I like to think for me, my barber. Usually, because uh, I used to have the guy, the guy who used to cut my hair, not the guy who fucked my shit up, but the guy before him, <laughs> like my haircut was 20 bucks and I tipped $20. I thought like he made me feel that good. And I was tipping $20. And yeah, I mean, I actually like just did that when I got my haircut the other day. Haircut was yeah. 25. I gave him 50 bucks, told him to keep the change. Yeah. You know, he, uh, he'd be looking out for you. So I got to look out for him and, you know, but. Hopefully I can go back to them ways and not be like, uh, I need change for that 20 I just gave you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, give me uh, $18 back. No. <laughs> 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 um, <clears throat> And uh, a quick shout out uh, in earlier podcasts, we were talking about Yeezys. And let's give a quick shout out to the boy in, in the podcast, Chris, for hooking your boy up with some 380s uh, for the low price of $150. Um, you know, he got it like that. He got Yeezys for days he could just get rid of. So he just. Okay. <laughs> I can get rid of any shoe that don't fit. All right. Because if it don't fit, I'm not going to wear it. Um, I will say when I first tried them on, they definitely felt different. You could definitely feel the cushion. The I've gotten used more used to it now, but you could definitely feel that cushion like being super padded in the back when you would walk compared to to the front. Um, Feels like a uh, sketch or shape of right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, really though. <laughs> I'm um, you, dude, I went lying. That has like become. That my Ultra Boost are like my two exclusive shoes to work in now because they're just so they're just that comfortable and they really the three eighties due to the you know the color and stuff they really don't get like that dirty if they get like dusty or something I can just brush them off so I mean yeah and I mean like the bottom two inches of the shoe is just that material that's very easy to wipe it's not fabric yeah yeah and uh, other easy news you know they push back some other. Uh, pushback so design on this is what their second or third pushback second time second time second time it's kind of annoying like people are i don't know i guess 
you know how sometimes you'll see people on Instagram that somehow have like a bunch of them, and you're like, how do they even have them already? Some people are like, I'm gonna just buy early Zion's at this point. Like, I think people are just gonna buy those pairs that like mm-hmm. people already like somehow have. I don't even know how all that works, but yeah, they just said they're just, they're just gonna buy those. Yeah, and then those three eighties that are coming out next, man. Those things are ugly, dude. Oh, the uh, blue oats, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wish there were some better ones coming out. That way, I would have like another opportunity to get some three eighties, but I'm just not going to spend money on those. I think the the next cool pair for me are the Black Friday ones, which are the Onyx, right? And then the Reflective. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm pretty interested to see how the three eighty all reflectives would look. I feel like that would, that could look like really, really cool as a. Yeah. Have uh, you seen those uh the mist reflectives? No, I didn't even know Mist had a reflective. They look insane. Yeah. Hold up. While we're in here, hold up. I'm gonna I'm gonna actively search for a picture on Reddit of these uh shoes reflecting because I mean Yeah. But <clears throat> and also um for people who are skeptical of getting three eighties based off of pictures you see online, those shoes, those pictures you see don't do it justice at all because they look so much better in person than the pictures that you see of them in the picture displays. Those those shoes in person, those are absolutely clean in person. Let's see. <clears throat> oh yeah, those reflectives are death gas. It's fire. It, it looks like a river on your feet or something, dude. Like, it, it, it looks uh, insane. Yeah. That is, yeah, those are insane. Uh, those really have me. When did, the, did those, when did those release? It had to be around the same time. They've been out for a while. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that uh, the 380s already had a reflective pair out. I thought these Onyx were going to be like the first ones. Nah, and I mean, they're not, they're not like terribly expensive. Yeah. It's like nobody wanted the mist, so nobody really wanted the mist reflectives. So they're only like I want to say like three oh five, three fifteen, which isn't like terrible for a reflective pair. Yeah. <clears throat> I kind of regret uh, ever wearing my tail lights because I don't know if you've seen the price on those, but they're up to like four hundred and fifteen, and I bought those for three twenty three. I think uh, the tail lights; those were region exclusives. What was the other region exclusive at the time? Was it the Flax or something like that? Yeah, and the Earth, for, Earth, uh, North America. That's right. And then Asia got the Flax, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I haven't really seen a shoe that I've just been wanting to get as of late. I've been kind of content. Honestly, if it's something that I've started to regret buying, it's been the 4Ds just because of how much I don't wear those right now. Those are probably like they're comfortable, like they're very comfortable, but I just have not been wearing them as much as the Yeezys. So um, that was like me with the uh, 380s, but I mean, they didn't fit. Like if they fit, I probably would have worn them. I guess for me, it's probably those night joggers, dude. I hardly wear them. I hardly ever wear them. Yeah. And. And it's not due to a comfortability thing, right? It's just due to the fact that you would prefer to wear your Yeezys more. That and I think I bought those a little too big. I think I bought those in 10 and a half, should have got a 10. Mm. But that's the thing about buying shoes online that, like, you've never had before. Mm-hmm. You don't know how they're going to fit. So it's like, what can you do? But those shoes are only, like, 75 bucks. I'm not sweating those. It's not like I spent, like, $300 on them, like a pair of Yeezys or something. Yeah. The night joggers you got, those aren't the ones with, are they the ones with the, like, the 3M all over? Is that it? Uh, They do have the 3M logo on there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, as far as Yeezys, I think the Onyx are probably my next pair. I might try for the Zions. I'm not 100% yet, but I know those Onyx 380s 
are definitely something that I'm going to be looking forward to uh, around that Black Friday time. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Those things, I feel like they're going to sell out really quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because they're all black pair of Yeezys, they always sell out super quick. Yeah. Like, even my friend Evan doesn't even own a pair of 380s, but he was like, yo, those are fire. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and get those. Yeah, that's um, those are definitely a must cop. And to think that, I mean, like, what are we like? We're now at the halfway mark of 2020, right? Or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we are. And it's, uh, man, who knew going into 2020, this would probably be one of the shittiest years of like all time, but you know. <laughs> you ain't lying. And then they haven't dropped. Well, like in 2020, Yeezys haven't had too many drops out there yet. Like, I feel like they had the, what was it the linen? And that was because the taillights were at the back end of 2019, right? Nah, dude. Believe it or not, those were like February. Those came out this oh, year. Oh, wow. See, I thought those were like yeah. back end of 2019, but okay. Nah, they've had a lot. Like, they really have. They've had like a lot now that I think about it, at least like once a month until now because they're getting delayed. Yeah. But, I mean,. Like, you had all three of those. You had Cinders, you had Linens, you had the Yashayas, I think, were, like, way early this year. Oh, that's right. Cinders did drop this year. Okay, yeah. The Sulfurs. Uh, I think the Marsh ones dropped this year, too. Yeah, okay. I guess it was just so early in 2020 that kind of just didn't even think about it, so. It seems like a long ways away. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And then we got birthdays next month. Like this, this, this year is just it's zooming on by. I'm ready for that, dude. It's crazy. It's just I'm gonna hit that. What the 25? That's yeah. Our lives are third of the way over. Right. And based on. U.S. life expectancy. Exactly. That's not even including the fact that one of us might die in a car crash the next day. You know? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm actively trying to seek that, not dying in a car crash, but a car crash to get out this uh, terrible car pavement that I'm in. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend gap coverage for anybody getting a car for their first time because then you at least have an option to get out of it if you're willing to play uh, chicken with a Mack truck. <laughs> um, the guy, Evan, that I work with, he had somebody – now, he drives like something like really old mm-hmm. or did anyway. He had somebody back into him, just barely dent the back bumper. And they decided to total his car out because the cost to repair it was, like, viewed as too much to, like, spend on a car that was worth as little as that car was worth. So he ended up getting 3500 for the car and just got in a new car. Wow. Just because somebody, like, just backed into him and barely dented it. Like, it was crazy. See, that's what you call stonks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I mean, he has a car payment now that he didn't have before. But, yeah. I mean, getting 3500 for a car, he told me he didn't even pay that much for the car. They made money off of it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is insane. Like, and it's crazy. You know, I just got this car. I have had it for a year and a couple of months, maybe a year and three months now, and I kind of already want something different. It's crazy. Oh, I know I do. I can't wait to get in a new car. I've been thinking about buying one this year. <laughs> What would be uh, so when you do get a new car, what would be your next car? And on top of that, what is your dream car? Like, if you just made it in life, you could select one car, any car, what would it be? Uh, the next car I'll probably buy is probably a 2020 Corolla. I'll just hop out of my 2017 and just move up to like a newer one. Mm-hmm. Um, the car has been very reliable up to this point. I mean, I've put I got that car at 16,000 miles, and it's up to like 38,000. I've driven 22,000 miles in that car 
Um, I'll probably jinx this. Um, so I'm going to knock on this fake-ass wood right here. Uh, <laughs> no check engine lights in 22,000 miles. So let me just knock on this wood right here before I get one. But, um, I mean, I don't know. It's been a really reliable car up to this point, And I just – I appreciate miles per gallon. Uh, I don't need to drive something big that doesn't give it to me. Um, and they just – they look way better. Uh, but if I, if I had made it in life, like somebody I am subscribed to on YouTube named Ali Gordon, he lives in the UK, uh, this man just went and bought an Aston Martin because he makes YouTube money. I mean, <laughs> it, it's insane. Like now he's done a couple of ads for like companies and stuff. Like I think he did one for like Gillette <laughs> or something, but like, yeah, I, I would definitely go buy an Aston Martin. Without a doubt, those are probably, I don't know, I feel like they're slept on, dude. Not a lot of people talk about those. Um, <clears throat> mine, if I, well, not my dream car, but my next car, um, I'll probably still keep it within the Kia family uh, and probably just get like an Optima. Kia Stingers are pretty cool looking, but I don't know if I want that. Um, they're very expensive. Yeah, I would probably do a Kia Optima, just a, the higher end version of the Forte, pretty much. I'd probably just stick with that. Uh, <clears throat> um, I probably wouldn't go back to the same dealership because fuck them for taking advantage of a first time. <laughs> they got you. They, they ripped you off. <laughs> yeah. The hell with them for ripping off a first time car buyer. So uh, They sold that car like above MSRP. Yeah. Damn near double. I think it probably is almost double. Yeah. Um, so yes, for new car buyers out there, please, uh, I know you're excited to get your first car ever, uh, but do, you know, your research, make sure, make sure you ain't getting ripped off and, and just being too excited or just too nervous to say something. Make sure you do bring maybe, maybe a parent or somebody with you who can uh, put that foot down because I am a bit of a, I can be a bit of a pushover at times. And, uh, I was just super excited. Hey dude, same. You know? Yeah. So just, uh. Yeah, just do your research next time because I promise you, this ain't happening again. Evans Kia, don't That's do right. it. Don't go. Don't go in there. They uh, they lure you in with you know free coffee, and uh, <laughs> yeah. what is their thing at the time was like uh, one dime down. Don't fall for that. It's all a it's all a gimmick. Um, <laughs> just uh, know what you're getting yourself into, but. My dream car uh, is still, and it's been probably for a while now. It's just a Tesla, just because I just want to. I just want a self-driving car, an electric self-driving car. That is so cool to me. Now I'm not going to be one of those people that get on the interstate self-driving and sitting there playing on my Nintendo Switch or something. I'm still going to pay attention because you know that's that's how you you know fuck yourself up. But um, I just always been interested in something like that, <clears throat> self-driving cars, and they just look super cool. Um, let me get a car that gets software updates. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I'll know I'm in 2020. <laughs> so, yeah, that would probably be mine. Um, how how good are you with uh, doing your, like, uh, taking your car into the, the dealership or whatever to get its, like, you know, its checkups? Like, are you someone that's, like, on time with that? Or do you tend to sometimes go a bit over than you're supposed to? I'm normally pretty on time with it and more times than not I'll go I'll go before I'm due just because if I ever drive back to like Georgia I don't want to take that 500 mile drive without getting everything looked at everything checked out like tires rotated stuff like that like uh, I'll go I'll go before just to get my car looked at yeah um <clears throat> That's the only compliment I will give Evans Kia is that uh, they get me in and out pretty quickly. Uh, and I, I'm glad because I hate staying in there because it just makes me think how much of an idiot I am uh, <laughs> for agreeing to not agree to with this car. So um, eventually I'm going to get it refinanced. Hopefully, I don't know when, but eventually. Because uh, these payments are. They're ridiculous. And also, uh, 
fuck progressive while we're at it because their insurance premiums are absolutely ridiculous too for absolutely no reason. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think my insurance. So my insurance started off. I, I want to say it started off at like two or not two. Uh, yeah, two seventy something. Dropped down to like two sixty something, and now went right back up to like two eighty something. And it's just making no sense. They, That's yeah. So to help progressive, and once I have to re up, and it doesn't get any, it doesn't get lower than. We about the dough. We're gonna see how much that fifteen percent at Gotco really, uh, what they really about. Look, dude, it should all change the moment you turn twenty-five. That's what we've been told our entire like adult life. Yeah, it's all gonna change when we turn twenty-five. It's supposed to drop. I certainly hope so because this is a uh, ridiculous. <clears throat> but. Staying within, well, no, we'll move on to we'll move on to tech at this point, um, and with a lot of things being pushed back. Well, let's yeah, we'll talk about things being pushed back. Has there been anything that you specifically have been interested in that has been pushed back due to you know just COVID and you know everything going on the, on in the world like? Uh, America burning. Has there been anything you've been interested in that's been pushed back due to anything? Uh, does COD season four count? That can count, yes. <laughs> uh, that's the one thing I've been directly affected by. Uh, me and a few other people. Um, just don't really know what delaying the season is going to do uh, in the grand scheme of things. I, I really don't. Um, don't want to get too political here, uh, in risk of being canceled, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just been the one thing, like, the PS5 is going to suck, so I'm not really worried about that. <laughs> um, that console will be a joke. Um, and then, of course, like, the Zions, I mean, I guess, like, if it... <laughs> If this was like my old technology teacher from like middle school, he would he would say that a shirt is technology of sorts. So I guess shoes can be technology. But those two things have just those have upset me the most. Yeah. Um, as much as I hate this game franchise and pretty much this company, I was interested. I was a little interested just to see the reveal for Madden that was supposed to happen. And that got pushed back. But um, although I hate that company, I just wanted to see if what improvements they may have made to the game. But um, yeah, you know, uh, it's just a $60 roster update. is essentially what Madden has become uh, with improved graphics slightly. Um which, when you have no competition in your field, that's what this does. You know, when you would have 2K who used to make football games, you were pushed to be the better game. Now they can just sit there and be like, I mean, who are they going to go to? They're going to go to Maxim Football 2019? You know, like, what? who is our who is EA's competition as far as sports go? It's in football anyway, and it's nobody. They have a chokehold on that. They have a chokehold on FIFA. They have the only thing that that they don't have a chokehold on, and I I couldn't even tell you if, and I don't even think they dropped a game this year. But NBA Live, like that was a game like in the beginning, like early like two thousands. I used to really like NBA Live over two K. Now it's just like two K just buried NBA Live. So, and that's the thing, two K. It really did. Yeah, 2K has a stranglehold on basketball. No one can compete with them in the basketball game uh, industry. So they can do the same thing and just keep pushing anything because no one can compete with them. So, um, <clears throat> so hopefully, like, you know, people have complained enough to where EA is just like, all right, let's uh, take a step back and – see all exactly what we can change to make it better because they they could they could work on a lot like 
for me, I know I think it was like the man where Drew Brees was on the cover. That was probably probably like my most played Madden online ever. Uh, and then it kind of dropped off like after that. It kind of just each year I played less and less. And then this year it was just like wasted my 60 bucks. So, and no, actually I wasted 80 bucks. I'm pretty sure I got the one you can play three days early. So, yeah, yeah. you did. Because I remember I did too. And then because uh, we got those ultimate team packs. Mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Um, and speaking of ultimate team packs and money's and money in game, uh, how do you feel? How are you on the side of spending money, uh, play uh, pay to win type games? Like, are you like? Is it that obviously I know, but it's not really your style to pay to win. I know, but how do you like for other people that do it? Like, do you think there should be when playing a game, any game, I guess? Should there be a lobby for people who pay to win to play against each other and then the people who really don't? Or do you think, like, I mean, if you got the money, who cares? Just do it, whatever you want with your money. How do you kind of fall your thoughts on, like, the pay-to-win type games and loot boxes and stuff? I mean, if, like, and I've never noticed this in a game except for a game like Madden, but just the amount of grinding on the game you have to do to accomplish the same thing you can do by just spending 50 bucks. I mean, $50 in the amount of time you have to grind. Dude, that's like days on the game opposed to like just spending $50. If, if the difference wasn't so drastic between people who grind for everything for free or those who just pay for everything, if it would, if like the gap just wasn't as wide, it, it wouldn't be so bad. Like, and the game wouldn't seem so bad either. But like when you go into a game like online and you just you can tell by the person's top three players, you're like, great, they spent like a ton of money mm-hmm. on this game. Like, you know, it's just not going to be a good time because, the, like, it was to a point where like <clears throat> there were only like certain players you could get. Just because you would buy them, like with real money. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I know that's, that's another reason that could really probably drive somebody from a game is the fact that you have somebody who's grinding for all his stuff, and then you put them up against somebody who just just bought everything, and it's just like, great, my time was for nothing. I'm about to sit here and just get smacked. And it doesn't help that uh, your game is also broken and you could just run stretch on top of that. So you just. Yeah. And I mean, like when you have lower overall players in ultimate team, lower overall means lower speed. Mm -hmm. So if you're playing somebody with a bunch of 99 overall players, they're already going to be fast. Their fullback's going to have over 90 speed (laughs) that Okoye. Like they're going to have over 90 speed at every position. They're going to have pass rushers that are, running down Michael Vick and, like, all the fastest running backs in the game, like, it it just becomes to a point where, like, it's not even skill at that point. It's just when you're playing somebody with a team that's stacked, with all the chemistry stacked and all that, it just gets to a point where, like, you can't even overcome it. It wouldn't even matter if you're a ton better at the game. It just – it becomes insurmountable when you face somebody with a god's Yeah. Because they paid for it. Yeah. And that's why uh, a lot of respect to, you know, people like Ubisoft, who Division doesn't really have microtransactions to pay to win, and then Call of Duty doesn't. Like, they offer you options to pay for stuff. But uh, it's nothing that will give you an advantage. Because now, how would you feel about if, if Call of Duty Activision was to kind of start changing into where like you could grind for your, um, and this will also this uh, this is an example on gears also here in a second. But if Call of Duty started making it to where you could still grind for your your skins or your uh, weapon attachments um, and stuff like that, or you could just pay and get all your weapon attachments and stuff like that unlocked then and there. Would you? Would that? 
kind of sour your taste on the game. Like if you could just pay for all your attachments and stuff like that, straight from the uh, straight from the get go, compared to grinding it, and they made it grinding it even harder to unlock that stuff instead of because I think like right now it's just simply by just leveling up the weapon. But then they started if they added more challenges to get that stuff. Um, <clears throat> kind of like how Gears does with its characters where you have to complete in game modes that you just don't care about and get scores in it to even and and to get those characters. But if Call of Duty was to activate something like that, or you could just straight up pay a lump sum and get all of them, like would that kind of sour your taste on Call of Duty? Well, see, I think the main difference is Call of Duty shooting games, stuff like that, they're all built to be balanced. Everything... Everything has pros and cons. There are counters to mm -hmm. everything. But on a game like Madden, that is clearly broken. Like, you could have the best defense against somebody with an 85 overall running back, but to stop a stretch play, you would still have to make seven adjustments on defense to maybe stop it. But even then, one out of five times, they would break it for a touchdown. So, like... I feel like the difference is even if people just paid for their weapon attachments and stuff like that in Call of Duty with the weapon balancing in mm -hmm. the game, like it still wouldn't be as drastic of a difference. Like, of course, like, you know, it might like piss you off to get killed by somebody who obviously just paid for all their stuff. But like you could easily just do the same thing to them if you were better at the game. Like, it wouldn't be an insurmountable thing to overcome. You would just beat them with yeah. a weapon that had less attachments because you spent less money. Like, as long as the game itself is not broken, like, I feel like pay to win wouldn't even be a thing. But, like, pay to win becomes a thing when the game is broken. Yeah. Like, because they shouldn't allow you to have your – to, like, make the in-game purchases that, like, overpowered. I guess, to where, like, oh, yeah, I spent money, so I'm going to win 95% of the time. Like, it just, money shouldn't even do that. Like, there still needs to be skill, but it just wasn't that way with Madden this year, especially. Yeah, and I think for the most part, like, outside of Madden, there's not really, there's, as far as console goes, I know it's different for, like, mobile games and stuff like that, but, I mean, what losers playing mobile games. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I don't uh, – you don't really see too many pay-to-win type games on console that that really affect the game, at least from the games that I've played um, and that we play kind of as a group. You don't really see it that much outside of Madden. Like, even Gears has transactions, but it's not pay-to-win. It's just pay for characters and stuff like that. So I don't feel like it's that prominent in, in console games. No, I'm not saying it, it – it's not prominent at all. Of course, there's probably some games I don't play that it is, like those free-to-play games that probably are loaded with them, but <clears throat> I don't think it's a couple. Uh, 2K. 2K, my team, is another yeah. one that is easily just yeah. Um, Because <clears throat> that's essentially just ultimate team, just basketball's version that you could pay to. But is, wasn't it something mm -hmm. like, isn't it, doesn't 2K not necessarily punish you, but doesn't it lower your chances the more packs that you actually buy with money or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Like, they'll give you really good stuff in the beginning to make you keep mm -hmm. buying. And then, like, as you keep buying, your odds get yeah. worse. Um, but at least with 2K, just by playing regular games, you're earning coins you can use in my team. Whereas, man, don't do that. Like... Um, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like it's easier to earn in-game yeah. currency, and then they give away so many good things on, like, Twitter and stuff with, like, codes. Like, Madden doesn't even do that. Like, they're just like, like and retweet for a chance to win, and then they just pick yeah. the winners. Like, I would rather there be codes and then me just, like, play my odds on, like, hitting it on a little Plinko-style thing. Like yeah, does. that is something good that 2K does as far as those locker codes and stuff like that. Because um, I know I don't play that my player mode. That's for like a lot of their 
player base does is that my career mode or whatever it is, the my park. And that's where a lot of their hate comes from is that my park stuff. But who knows? Maybe this, uh, this next iteration of games will, of sports games will change. But how would you feel if games like 2K or Madden, uh, it just kind of transitioned away from making new iterations and just did actual, like, here's 40 bucks. You get the new roster update uh, with all the players and stuff like that. And they just, whatever they add, they add via software updates and uh, those updates they can send uh, straight to your console. Would that would, would you ever be interested in something like that? Or no, not really, because you feel like the graphics could always get better and better. Um, I think it would be better to do it that way and then just keep it that way for however long that generation console lasts. And um, But, like, the thing is, I mean, I feel like 2K could easily do that, but I don't play the game as much, so I couldn't really tell you if it was broken or not. But, like, Madden in its current state, with that run game and all that, I just feel like that game is far too broken. They They would lose – I feel like they would lose just so many users over the course of time just because their game is so broken in the state that mm-hmm. it's in right now. And to my knowledge, they haven't fixed it. It's been months since I've been on there, but I don't think they fixed it. If they would come out with a game that, like, wasn't broken, they could easily just keep it around, like, fix bugs mm-hmm. and stuff, and then just let people get the newest rosters for, like, just $40 and whatnot. But they got to put out a game that is actually, like, good and not yeah. Um, what would you say has been, what has been your most played Madden year? Like, what would you say what has been yours? Oh, man. I feel like I played these recent ones a lot just because I got so heavily in the ultimate team. If this year was 20, I would say 18 or 19 was probably – Whichever one we got hooked on Ultimate Legends on, I can't remember. Eighteen, was, I want to say. But we got hooked on uh, we got hooked on Ultimate Legends. I went into like credit card debt because of yeah. it. Um, that that would probably be the one for me. Yeah, I want to say that was eighteen because I don't feel like I played nineteen that late in the year. So, um, I would definitely say that would have been eighteen. Um. <clears throat> Now, also on games, is there any game specifically that you are interested in coming out soon that is coming out soon? Or now you're pretty content with the games that you got now? Uh, I mean, there's a new Call of Duty every year. So I guess I'll be excited to see what this new COD looks like. Um, Don't care about Madden. Probably not going to get it. Because, I mean, I'm just – there's no point because, like, I'll just get on Ultimate Team, spend way too much money because <laughs> I have a problem, and uh, just end up getting my ass beat anyway. Not interested in 2K. Haven't been playing that enough. Um, and I don't really know, like – I don't really know what all's like, scheduled for this year to come out. I guess just the new COD, really, because that's really the only game I've been playing up to this point. Yeah, I know. For me, really, uh, the remake of Destroy All Humans is coming up the next month, which has my interest peaked just because I really love that franchise. And uh, I'll probably get the Tony Hawk Pro Skater game that comes out September just because that's a nostalgia game that I used to love playing uh, back on the original PlayStation days. And I want to say that's it. Like, uh, there's an Avengers game coming out that looks okay-ish, but really my main thing is I just I really don't want to play. I haven't been playing my Xbox much, and I think the main reason is just because I want the new console. I, I want to hurry up. I want to get the new one. I want it to be here. I want to play these games that will have smart delivery that's going to boost these games up and make them look even better. Like I just I want that technology in my hands right now, and I want to see 
how much improvement these this console has gotten, which I still think is, is it like I, I just has me excited. I'm waiting for these pre-orders to hit because I'm getting it, and it just has me excited for that. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> We got about 10 more minutes before we have to wrap up. So uh, I think the last topic uh, that we'll talk about is pet peeves at work. This has just took a huge turn. Like what are some things at work, be it from employees, customers, that just really are things that you just, you, you, you cannot stand. Um. I absolutely hate when I'm working and a customer says that they're sorry for getting my way. Uh, that's probably the thing I hate most. It gets on my nerves because you're not sorry. You would do that same thing 10 out of 10 times. Uh, sorry means you won't do it again, uh, but you will, and you'll just give me a big apology again. Um, don't tell me you're sorry. I would rather you tell me Hey, can you get the fuck out of my way? I'm trying to get something right here. Like, I would rather I would rather someone tell me that <laughs> than tell me they're sorry for getting in my way because it's like you're not. Like, um, and number two thing I hate most is I'll hear people be like, "Oh man, what do they what do they say?" They'll be like, "Oh, I I really need this bag of apples," and it's like, "No, you don't. Like, you don't need anything. Like, you want it." Like, I hate when people say they need things that they want. Like, that's kind of pathetic. That's just me, like, being a cynic. But, like, and, like, maybe it's just because I'm, like, I'm in such a bad mood when I'm at work nowadays anyway because I'm just so tired of all this all the time. And, like, I got to wear this mask. And, like, I'm just I'm just pissed off at work all the time. And just it really irks me when people are like, oh, I need this. Oh, I need that. And it's like, no, you don't. You should say you want it because – ultimately you you want it you don't need it but those are like my top two things that i can think of um yeah they they just really piss me off yeah i think uh a, a top up there for me would be like when you when we have a product and they look at it and they'll just be like i can get this at such and such for even cheaper and it's just like I mean, and like, but they, they say it like they, they act like they try to say it to themselves, but they see an employee there. So they truly try to say it to the employee, but you know, some passive aggressive ass shit. And you just thinking yourself like, like, as if I'm supposed to like fucking care, like just go there. Just go. I don't care. <laughs> like put it down. We have multiple other people who are buying it. We, you can keep your pocket change and then go to that store. Like I can't change the prices. I don't, I don't run the company. And, uh, than the people who are constantly asking for like discounts off because like a product is slightly scratched or just aimed or something oh, like that. And they just, yeah. like, it's already on set. Like it's already 50% off and they just come up and go, Hey, this is like, has this really small scratch. And then it's on the back of this, like on this, this the wall decor frame, whatever, uh, that you're not even going to see, like, you're not going to see it. And they're just like, can I, can I get an additional, percentage off and it's just like you know the shit's 50 bucks or 50 percent off how fucking cheap are you you can't afford it and you don't need to be here okay um <laughs> like just go home like <laughs> why <laughs> um those are some pet peeves of mine from customers um from employees are employees that just <sighs> maybe it's just where I work at, where people will walk up to you and talk about their personal life as if I'm supposed to care or even know what was going on. Like you will, you will dead ass have somebody walk up, like you be minding your business. Somebody walk up and just be like, yeah, my daughter's addicted to crack again. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm putting out, I'm putting out merchandise. Where, where did this even come from? Yo, and it's just like, oh shit! Hold on. Devante's uh, Devante's apartment yeah. is burning down. Mid podcast, my place is on fire. Uh, no, we have very sensitive fire alarms, but um, yeah, they'll just kind of come up out of nowhere, 
with stuff that really you should have kept to yourself. Like, I'm not going to tell nobody because I don't care. And I probably won't even remember once I leave. But, you know, that's just, it's just ridiculous that, uh, that people will do that or like just continue talking to you, even though they know you're not really either paying attention or like interested. You give them those, those half ass answers, just like, yeah, okay. Oh, really? And it's just like they still going. And like, I don't know why. Maybe they're just bored or lonely, but I, I can't stand that. And I- uh, one thing that I hate that employees do, um, especially mine. Um, since I am like in a management role within my department, people will tell me when they're going on break. And there are certain people that will tell me they're going to go on break, but they try and carry on this conversation with me that somehow doesn't count towards their break, but they're also not doing work. (laughs) So they end up taking a break that's like 25 minutes because they're trying to drag out this conversation with me as they're telling me they're going on break or they'll tell my manager that they're going on break, but they'll stand there and talk to him and he'll be like, so is this counting towards a break? And they're like, no, I haven't sat down yet. And he's like, then go on break and like stop talking to me because that annoys me. Um, oh, and another thing uh, customers do, can't believe this wasn't in my talk too because this really <laughs> pisses me off. Uh, whenever you're filling something up and they just stand there because you're in their way and they just watch you, they don't say anything. Uh, that pisses me off. <laughs> Happens all the time. Um, I hate people like that. Like, I, I just, just yeah. tell me to get out of the way or else I'm not going to move. So, like, or there'll be some times where they will stand there for so long that I'll just turn around and I'll just be like, am I in your way? And they're just like, yeah, I need to get this. And I'm like, okay. And then I just move out of their way and I let them get it. Like, I shouldn't have to do that, dude. Just tell me to move. Like, I'm paid to be there. Okay. I'm like, I have to be here. I'm not going to be getting out of your way. Like, you're here for free. You're here on your time. You're spending your valuable time here. Just tell me to get out of the way. Like, I hate that. That would have to be number three. That's like tied. Yeah, I think uh, my final one uh, for me for employees, and uh, I probably didn't realize this until a couple of days ago when we got a new person. Um, But it's uh, when you ask the simplest of questions and they go on to talk to you about something that you did not ask and your question is still left there unanswered. Uh, say so you just gotta, you just gotta have to walk off on them. You know, you sit there and ask them, "Yo, are the are the, are the bathrooms done, <laughs> or is the men's room done?" He goes, and the person goes, uh, "And this may or may not have happened." Uh, and they go, "The women's floor uh, is drying. It shouldn't be too wet. Uh, that's why I have or, uh I just put that sign there because I just mopped it." And so you know, I go, "Okay, okay, but can somebody use the men's room?" Uh, and said person goes, I have that cart just holding the door open for the women's room for it to dry out. And so at that point, you're just not sure if there's a language barrier or if this person is literally fucking with you. So eventually you just get to the point where you're just like, all right, and just leave. And, <laughs> uh, and then you make the mistake of just being too friendly. And you just, and you know, when, you, when someone walks by, you're just like, hey, how you doing? And then they stop to ask you about, if this is too many boxes on their flat cart and it's just like I, I, I didn't expect to have a conversation with you um, I'm going to go back to working on this project here and I hope you have a great rest of your day but that's another one those will probably be mine that irked me the most um, I guess I make the mistake of being too friendly all the time because I that kind of thing happens all the time where people would just try and talk to you and it's like we all have a job to do here we're all getting paid like let's just let's just do what this company is (laughs) how's that sound okay it's a pretty simple Uh, it doesn't help that i just hate people when i don't want to be around them you know like uh i get paid to talk to people 
uh, and that's part of my job, but doesn't mean I like it. I absolutely hate it. So <laughs> it's exhausting. Um, <clears throat> but we'll go ahead and wrap up there. Uh, you know, of course, as always, thanks for listening to Top Flight Podcast. As always, this is your host, uh, Devante. I almost forgot my name there. Kind of black blanked out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SlushyBear95. And the podcast is Twitter at uh, Flight underscore podcast. Um, Trying to get back on schedule as far as podcast episodes, but we can't be too sure. Don't want to give you guys any false hope. But, uh, of course, uh, the now new co-host of the Top Flight, Chris, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, oh! Irv, um, the best anime streaming service. Oh no, caught me slipping. Hold on. Hold on. Real quick. For $9.99 a month or a 30-day free trial, y'all can get Verb. VRV, the best animation platform. You get all sorts of anime subbed and dubbed from Crunchyroll, some from Funimation. You get old school cartoons such as Courage the Caribbean Dog and Rocket Pop. It's fantastic. You can get it on your PlayStation. You can get it on your Xbox. Anywhere where you can download an app, Roku, uh, Google Ultra, Chromecast, uh, Apple TV, maybe. I don't know about that one. But for the majority, you got it. I mean, what's 2020, most likely you fuckers got a phone in your pocket. Whip it out, download the app, watch a couple of things, and let them know I sent you. Tweet them. Let them know. But, uh, <laughs> let them uh, know yeah, thank you for that. You caught me lagging. I appreciate that. And uh, do you have anything else you want to plug? <laughs> um, no, I think uh, I think Verve was it. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Well, as always, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.